Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast, here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, December 29, 2021. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We're going to take another snapshot of the market. We're going to stay fresh. We're going to see if anything's changing before our eyes. We're going to validate a few things on a few different charts. We're going to learn a few things on a few different charts. We're going to take a look around the horn at a few charts that we don't normally look at. And what you may notice at present is the market is still trading. There's a couple of minutes left of the trading day. It's not going to matter in the big scheme of things. I'm not looking for a specific closing price. We're looking for what's the market doing in the big picture, the big scheme of things, The last couple of minutes trading a few pennies one way or the other is not going to make a difference. Is anything jumping off the page on the daily chart? Well, no, because the market is basically in the same place it was at yesterday's close. It's slightly higher, yet they did not make a new high. So what they're doing is essentially just eating some time off the clock around yesterday's high and low. It's basically a very similar trading day to yesterday a very narrow range, it's a holiday market, the volume is rather light, it's quiet, the computers are mainly trading the tape, most people are not actively participating in the market, that's just the way it is leading into the end of the year. Nobody wants to rock the boat. Therefore, net-net, there's no change from yesterday on the daily chart, the numbers we discussed, the certain areas or zone on the chart we discussed yesterday, Starting with the breakup candle low on the daily chart from the 27th, you have a breakdown candle high, 472.87, we'll call it 473, and then you have a pivot high here at a slightly higher price, 473.54, so we'll call it from 473.54 down to 472 is a zone where if we found the market there, By some chance, at some point when you least expect it, expect a garden variety level of support, at least from an intraday perspective. What do we find now when we take a look over at the 240-minute chart? And what we find is that the market has been making a bullish, flaggish type of pattern. So here's what we have. Yesterday, the market puts in a high, and it could have been rejected, It could have come down a considerable amount, but they didn't. So the fact that they didn't and decided to eat time off the clock tells you a couple of things. A, there's a seller strike out there. And B, they're building energy to make another push higher. What would that push higher be? Well, we still have the big fat round numbers ahead. So we're looking at ES. 4,800, it's about 15 S&P handles away as the market closes out the day here. That puts the SPY about $1.50 ahead. What does that mean? It means about 479. And if they spike it, we're looking at the big fat round number of 480. Can they do that leading into the end of the year? Absolutely, they can do that leading into the end of the year. That's what they're in the process of doing by virtue of eating time off the clock as indicated on this chart here, and until something changes, that is what they're doing. We take the market at face value. The 120 chart telling us the same thing. Until or unless they choose to do something different like failing up here 
out of the bullish flaggish pattern, what they're doing is building energy for another push higher. It could start on Thursday morning. It could start at any point on Thursday. They can wait till Friday. Anything goes, especially in a market with lack of participation when most people just are not paying attention. Hourly chart, same routine. You can see they're just riding the 20-period moving average. It's by definition eating time off the clock. They pull back a little bit, but mainly went sideways. End of the day, they make an attempt at the high. They come up short. No rhyme or reason. They're just waiting for another day. Maybe the thieves in the night do it and they gap up in the morning over 479. That's certainly possible. They do that kind of stuff all the time. Before we move on, we're going to take a little bit of a sidebar, something I've been noticing more of an observation than anything else, but it raises an eyebrow. What is that? Just like everybody else, I get fed a series of videos on YouTube, on the YouTube homepage. I see a variety of different articles. I get emails galore from a variety of newsletter writers, all that stuff. And here's what I'll say. What's the real sentiment out there in the blogosphere, the video sphere, the newsletter sphere? It's completely bearish. Too many people are looking for a collapse. Maybe it happens. Maybe the market goes up first in the contrary indicator kind of way. It just bothers me when I see so many people that are extremely, extremely bearish. Can't tell you how many YouTube videos I've seen probably the same amount that you've seen, market crash coming, beware, liquidate everything, all kinds of stuff like that. That's a recipe for higher prices under normal market conditions. Just wanted to bring that out. It's not a technical indicator. It's more of an email-like indicator. It's not the type of indicator from Joe's Indicator Shop. It's more of an awareness type of thing. It's more of a thing where... It's similar to the put-call ratio. When the put-call ratio is extremely low, it's likely closer to going back in the other direction. Same routine on the flip side. Tons of puts being bought, look for a snapback. Tons of calls being bought, look for a pullback. It's the same routine. These type of things aren't number-related. They're not pattern-related. They're awareness-related. They're kind of guideline type of things, similar to moving averages. Everything has its place. You just have to know how to use it properly. Let's check out what happened inside the numbers today. We had another half-day session, which we'll have also tomorrow, Friday being no session. Let's go see if there was any activity worthy of trades from inside the numbers today. We'll circle back to Stocks on the Move after we run through the commentary. It's hump day. They're floating around right underneath the next big fat round number. We talked about it in the previous night's video. We talked about it again today. Those numbers are magnetic. They're eventually going to go do it during the trading session. Either that or they're going to gap above it. That's the way it works. 476.60 is an important spot. Opening the day above keeps the market in the same general area from yesterday, eating time off the clock. Where does that sound familiar? Of course, we have to look at both sides of the tape. There's another thing. They're still in a bearish, flaggish kind of pattern. You look at the 30-minute chart, you look at the 60-minute chart, and you could certainly make a case that they could drop further. Where would they go? We talked about it last night. Here it is again on the board. 
475 or a spike down to 474.70 in that neighborhood. The tape was very slow today. They didn't come close to that. They dipped a little bit. And wait, there's more. We'll get to the dip later because there were traders that were able to take advantage of it. And then we have 477.95 is our pivot. Running a test is one thing. Getting above and closing candles above is the ticket to 479. Let's get our faculties. Five-minute chart right of the vertical is today's activity. And you can see what happened. The market opens up here. This is the candle ending at 935. Opening print 477. What do they do? They ran up to 477.95, spiked through 478, and were immediately rejected. That was, in fact, overhead resistance. It's a pivot, and they ran a test. Funny how that works. Let's move on, see what happens as the day gets underway. 9 o'clock, they already did the 476.60 in the pre-market. They bounced off of it. So it kind of takes it off the table for around the opening bell. But that's okay. We have other numbers. 931, remember the pivot, 477.95. And then what did they do? They ran up and they tested the pivot by 940. Okay, now we need something better. We need something juicy, something we can sink our teeth into. We've got a potential short-term support area, 477.30, but getting below opens a door for 476.25, just like yesterday. Okay, that's of interest. Let's move along, see what else we have. By 10.12, and you can pause the video and read all the notes and go back to the chart to double-check the work, I'm going to point something important out. Remember, 476.25, which should be support and met with a bounce. And as a safety net, or by the way, if it doesn't hold, 475 to 474.70, we already talked about that, just want to bring it back to the forefront. Back to the chart, I move the line, 476 and a quarter is where it is now, and you can see why, because that was the spot, that was support, they bounced off of it, came back for another test, and that was low of day, or close enough to low of day, and they took off from there. Which is why, at 1020, traders that bought the SPY or equivalent long down around 476 and a quarter should book profits along the way and hold a trailer for another retest of the pivot or higher. For now, it's just a shakeout operation until something else emerges to prove otherwise. I'm going to scroll up, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the charts to double-check the work. couple of trades in the morning, holiday week, happy with that. Get your eyes away from the screen and go do something away from the market. We had four potential stocks on the move today. We had Coinbase, KWeb, SI, and Block. Block didn't hit its number, it's off the board, it's a no trade. The first one we'll look at is Coinbase, and they didn't do the deal because they came up short, and this is where they bounced away. That would have been a nice trade, but they came into it later, that's a no trade. They didn't do it in the manner in which we like, that's okay. It goes to show you the numbers work, that's the takeaway. They don't always give you the trade in the manner in which you prefer, but if the numbers are working, the numbers are working. KWeb. The numbers really didn't work on KWeb. 34.55 was my number. They came into it. They tried to bounce a little bit. They came up short of the target over here. The high was 34.79, just short of what the expected minimum required base hit was. And then they went below, they tried to rally back one time, and they languished all day long. So essentially, this was a non-winning trade. 
hard-pressed to call it a shitburger. It was just down a little. As opposed to Silvergate, which 146.45 was on the board bright and early at zero dark 30. They came into it. They started to rally away from it. They got up to about 150, just short of it, about 20 cents short, came back in, but they've already provided you much more than the minimum required base hit. Nice trade. The numbers work. Holiday market, bull market, bear market, the numbers work. Camp IWM, they're still in the process of being either rejected or having run a test of 225 and now they'll either eat some time off the clock underneath those moving averages, or they'll trade back down some toward that 20-period moving average. Right now, they're what we call, in technical terms, hanging in there. It's really more about the weekly chart, and can they recapture those moving averages on a weekly closing basis. RSP, of note, equal weight S&P index, new highs. So today and maybe yesterday as well, the market is a little bit more broad than it's been of late. Of note, puzzle piece on the table. Remember the comment about the too many bearish things out there. What about the folks down at the transportation department? My second favorite market leading indicator, a number one canary in the coal mine. The IWM was basically flat today. That's my favorite market leading indicator, But the folks down at the transportation department have a special place in my heart. They're my favorite canary in the coal mine. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend till she dumps your shit out the window. They're going for the gap. As long as they can clear this pivot high here, we talked about it last night, 16,006, I believe it was. Yep, that's the next challenge above that, and they go and try and fill the gap. Weekly chart, trend is your friend until it's not. They pulled back into home base or the 20-period moving average, and here they go again. There's nothing wrong with this particular chart. In fact, this is a bullish chart. If something changes and it's not a bullish chart, we'll discuss it, but right now, at face value, it's bullish. We're the umpire calling balls and strikes. The Q people, Silicon Valley in Austin, Texas, down 19 cents. It's a rounding error, no change from yesterday. The financials still struggling to get over the last standing moving average. They filled the gap, but yet they have not busted over and been able to sustain above that moving average. It's a 50-period moving average. Now, that doesn't mean they won't. If they eat time off the clock another few days, they'll have enough energy to bust through, and they'll be working on this pivot high, similar to the folks down at the transportation department, and then the gap up above 40. We've been talking about this for a while. There's been no change. Smash Mouth down 11 cents. Again, rounding error. No change from yesterday. Very narrow ranging day. No activity to report. Other than the fact that when you look at some of the intraday charts, you can see here that, for example, on the 120 minute chart, they had a big down move. This is a reversal candle. And now they're basically putting in a bearish flag pattern inside or as a result of that flagpole and under normal market conditions where would this play out to it would go and fill the gap down here run a test of this breakup candle low 309 the gap happens to be at 308 and a quarter so something in that neighborhood is where price could go down to if this pattern played out with market symmetry in mind food for thought puzzle piece on the table 
Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. We're going to pull the ripcord here today. It's everything we wanted to do to stay fresh with the markets. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.